Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. And this is going to be an Atlanta victory in Game 5. What a comeback and what a collapse. Good morning and welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Thursday morning. We have all your NBA action from the playoffs on Wednesday night. Two big-time games with me. I've got Jared Weiss. Jared, let's start with Philly and Atlanta. A game that seemed to be going the way that we thought it would, right? Philly's dominating. Everybody believes that Philly's the better team. And then they just let go of the rope. Jared, what happened? Uh, Trey Young had 19 free throw attempts, which is... I just... I can't get over how... Trey Young has become this foul drawing machine at a at a really like truly remarkable level, but it's not just him doing like cheap stuff around the perimeter. He's gotten really good at really trying to force his way into the trees and get the fouls that way, and he's just become so much more entertaining to watch because of that. And this was just one of those games where it's just a real fu game from Trey Young. I mean that that floater he had through the lane uh, with about four minutes left where. I think at that point, I thought this game was going to be over. Philly was going to hold off. They're probably going to close it out eventually. And all is going to be right in the world. And he just never stopped. It never stopped. It was just an it was just an onslaught of swag all night long. He, he didn't even stop when the game was over. He's going through the tunnel, <laughs> clapping at the crowd, you know, talking trash is on his way out. Like this guy is he's on this tour throughout the playoffs where he's just pissing off every like big time fan base. Like these are like these raging fan bases in the Eastern conferences and they just are going to hate him by the end of all of this. It's just spectacular. I mean, he literally went to MSG in Philadelphia, like the two most merciless crowds. <laughs> it's too bad. He didn't get to face Boston too. That would have been the ultimate trifecta. Yeah, of no but right. That's he, the trifecta. I, I love watching Trey young because he thrives on the shit talking. They're letting him have it, and it makes him play better. And it's just so cool to see that out of this, like, super diminutive dude. He's not only is he – I mean, he's not super short, but he's he's got that narrow little frame. Ben Simmons is guarding him. Ben Simmons is, like, 14 times the size of him, and he still is just kind of getting whatever he wants out of it. Yep. And big shouts to John Collins, who had a great game tonight. Uh, Gallinari and Lou Williams played really well off the bench. But down the stretch – we can we can shift to Philly, the frustration of this Philadelphia team. They're playing Trey Young and they're playing Lou Williams in the backcourt. And Philly can do nothing. They did nothing. It says here they have I'm two all NBA it. It says, defensive guards. It's ridiculous. Yes, they can do nothing. it says here that Tobias Harris played thirty eight minutes tonight. I don't believe it. I didn't see him. Did you see him? Did he play? <laughs> No, it's it, the data can be manipulated. And he, he was not <laughs> on the floor at all. Um, the, I, actually, the one moment I remember him being on the floor was uh-huh. when John Collins had yet another basically game-winning block, yes. and I think that was on Tobias, right? Yes. 
Well, and Tobias was really wanting to get Embiid the ball there at the end of the game too and just kind of kept passing it off to him. And it's just so it's just really difficult when you don't have a guard or at least a wing initiating the offense and you're trying and we saw the it felt so similar to the Bucks game the night before where scoring the basketball at the end of the game for Philly just felt so difficult. Like they just could not get into anything. And I don't know if you saw this, but in the second half, the only two players to score a basket were Joel Embiid and Seth Curry. And that was it. They got <laughs> nothing from anybody else in the second half. I mean, that's that's inexcusable. And then Doc Rivers, I just don't really know what he's doing. And, he, and honestly, it looks like he doesn't really either because he's just kind of <laughs> trying guys still, right? Like he's still trying. Like he threw Shake Milton in there for a little bit. And it was pretty clear Shake didn't really have it going. But man, like we're still trying shake. Like here in a must win game, we're still trying shake. Like they just, it's just really difficult. And it really all probably goes onto the shoulders of Ben Simmons. And just, just what a strange game he had. And it's some of that is when they started hacking him, putting him to the free throw line and like all like the free throw fears that Philly fans have had about him for years were like on full display tonight. I got a lot of, uh, in the group chat, a lot of, uh, well, that's it for Ben Simmons and Philly uh, texts uh, after this game. And even the discussion of who is the best player that you would trade for Ben Simmons at this point. And I think we got to either Paul George or Zach Levine, probably not even De'Aaron Fox at this point. Um, Yeah, I mean, like Ben Simmons is, I, I really, really, I'm really fascinated by Ben Simmons. He's such a unique player. He's such a remarkably skilled player in a lot of ways that, you know, those areas where players are so rarely are, but we're just, we're, we're, what are we, five years into his career now, or I guess four years of playing probably. And he has not figured out how to attack in half court in a playoff game yet. And he just, he vanishes in these games when they're not at a high tempo and credit to Atlanta. They just do a great job of, Getting, you know, getting down the floor, launching an early three and then getting back and kind of, you know, preventing those open transition opportunities that we thought Philadelphia was going to be able to get this year. And that was going to really help propel them. It just isn't happening for them enough in the series. Yeah. Credit to the Hawks. They were down 26 in this game. It looked like they were toast and they continued to battle back. The The spirit of this Hawks team is, is really impressive. I still kind of expect Philly to come back and beat them in game six and then ultimately win the series. But man, I I don't know. Like I can't give enough credit to what this Hawks team has done. Let's move on to the late game, Utah and the Clippers. Another game that everybody thought, okay, it's time. We had the Kawhi Leonard news drop earlier today that he's going to be out indefinitely. We don't exactly know the prognosis for him, except for that he has some kind of knee injury. And so it just felt like, oh man, like whatever air was left in that Clippers balloon might have been let out. Uh, I think we're all wrong. We were all wrong about that. Paul George showed up in a big way tonight. Uh, He was spectacular for the Clippers. Uh, Reggie Jackson also uh, put together a really impressive performance. Uh, This is this is like the the night for all of the most hated players on Twitter, right? Like this is, this is their night. (laughs) You know what I should say when we were having that uh, group chat uh, Simmons poll, that was before Paul George had that performance. He was (laughs) 
this was the performance they were waiting for, right? I mean, this mm-hmm. is the playoff P we always wanted to see. And it's crazy that they won this game, right? Because the Jazz hit 43-pointers in the first couple quarters here. I mean, this was the Jazz team that you wanted to see. The only concern was probably that Donovan was putting up a lot of kind of like sloppy three-pointers. And there was also that possession where Royce O'Neal, like the six, uh, the uh, Clippers ran away from him, let him dribble all the way into the paint. And then he decided to pick up his dribble and pass the ball out to somebody, which was like the most humiliating possession yeah. I've seen in a long time. Uh, Utah is great. They are really, a really, really, really good team. But there's just something about when Paul George gets it, where you have this elite creator like him really playing at his best. And when guys like Marcus Morris and Reggie Jackson are just in their bag and like Terrence Mann with that huge junk he had in the fourth quarter, I think it was the fourth quarter, right? Um, they, you know, this yeah. Clippers team, they can just play with this level of just like talent attacking you on ball. That's just a little bit different than what Utah gives you. You know, Utah has some amazing spot up players. Jingles is a great playmaker. Mitchell, if his shake and raise game is going on the perimeter, he's pretty much unstoppable. And then Clarkson, I mean, Clarkson had a pretty decent chucking game, but they just, they don't quite have the on ball creation that the Clippers have when the Clippers are at their best. And I think that was probably the difference in this game and just like just the persistence of attacking at the end. Mm-hmm. Well, and when I started to get a little bit worried for the Jazz was when at halftime, they're up five and they had hit 17 threes. <laughs> they hit 17 threes, they're only <laughs> up five. And I was just like, okay, like this is, the math is not, in their favor, because that's not going to continue. They were shooting 56.7% from three in the first half. And usually whenever you have that kind of luck, it doesn't continue, and it didn't. And they they kind of fell flat there in the third quarter. It was, it was a really bad quarter for them. They were 0 of 10 from three in the third quarter, the Jazz were, and they just could not put it together. And the, the Clippers were great. They hit five threes in that particular quarter, scored the – outscored them 32 to 18 and it was on the back of Marcus Morris in that quarter he was really really nice for them I think that obviously Paul George and Reggie Jackson are going to get probably the most shine but what kind of helped carry them into that lead and to secure it uh, moving forward throughout the game was Marcus Morris just kind of being solid for them yeah and I mean, just that fourth quarter stretch, there was that stretch where Rudy Gobert got that dunk in transition and then Mitchell came through and scored right away. Utah was starting to close that gap. And I feel like that was that moment where the Clippers in the years past or even games past would just let they would let them break through. But Mm -hmm. for some reason, Reggie Jackson decided to have one of the best games of his career. It was that Paul George face up jumper with the foul from the elbow that it was just yep. like when that shot went in, it was like, all right, there's just nothing that Utah is going to be able to do to stop them at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was spectacular. He was everything that he wasn't in in the last one of the last <laughs> games he played in Utah, Game Six uh, with Oklahoma City. Yeah, he well, that's the key is you just need to give Paul George enough chances and not be disappointing, <laughs> and he will eventually not disappoint you. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors, but right after that, we are going to talk about the upcoming games. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. 
You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Tonight, Jared, we have the Nets at Milwaukee. Huge game. Big implications here. Give me one thing you want to see from the Bucks. Like, how will Giannis figure out a way to really get downhill and draw fouls the way he needs to? I mean, we know Giannis has to get to the line 18 to 20 times if they want to have a chance to win. Come on, Milwaukee. Give me game seven. That's all I want. Just give me a game seven. All right, that's going to do it for today's show. Make sure that you listen to all of the podcasts that we have on our network, the Athletic NBA show. We have a bunch of local shows. You can listen to me on Down to Dunk all the time. Talking about, If you want to hear about the lottery, go check out Down to Dunk. Uh, Jared... Send us home. Uh, I forget. No, you did not. Stop it. Perfect. Perfect.